Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Most of Low Budget Movie Reviews. I am your host, Clarence. Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, I have another movie that is currently in theaters, but it's kind of sort of a limited release because it's also streaming on Paramount, um, and it's called Orphan First Kill. Now, I had no idea about this one up until a few days ago, so I got you know kind of excited about it because this is the prequel to uh, the original, which was you know surprisingly successful. Uh, the critics were kind of split on it, and it got mostly mixed reviews. Uh, it did manage to do you know eighty million on uh, almost eighty million on a twenty million dollar budget. Uh, the major sticking point was the twist. Where some said it was just too ridiculous and ruined the movie, I was on the other side. I thought the twist made the movie better, and they did an excellent job of leaving enough clues. You know, as improbable as it was, I'm not saying it made a lot of sense. I'm just saying it made movie sense. And that's the key words here. It made movie sense. And when something's good and makes movie sense, I'll just go with it. So a lot of people were resisting against it, thinking, trying to make this like real life. No, just go with it, which, you know, for me, it made it a, a, a good twist. And I really thought, it, like I said, it made the movie better. But the thing is, the way the first movie ended, spoiler free, the only way to really do another one, um, even though, like I said, it came out in 2009, I'm saying spoiler free, because I don't want to ruin it for you if you haven't seen it somehow from 2009. Uh, but anyway, the only way to make another one and make it make sense would be to do a prequel. So it took them over a decade to come up with a story. Now, that makes me a little apprehensive. If there was a story to tell, when things are super successful, they jump on them right away. It seems like they would have made this years ago. But then again, Top Gun was super successful, and it took them a few decades to come up with another story, and that sequel was like, almost perfect to me. So that's, that was pretty good. So the question is, do they pull off a good prequel, or is this just a cash grab? Oh, and spoiler warning here, uh, if you haven't seen the original, this movie completely ruins that surprise. So if you have any interest at all of preserving that twist, go watch the original, then come back and listen to my review, because my review is spoiler free, and then after you listen to my review, if you want to watch the movie, go check it out. But anyway, definitely always come back and listen to the review is my point. (laughs) But what is this one about? Well... We start out with this woman, she's getting a new job, uh, she's a teacher uh, at this mental hospital, and there's this incident with their most dangerous patient, uh, Lena. Spoiler incoming, this is your last chance. Okay. Lena has a form of dwarfism, and she's actually like a 30-year-old woman, but she looks like she's 10. Now, what makes her so dangerous is she looks like she's 10 and she's a grown woman. So she uses her looks uh, to con people and to get certain things that she wants. And she's also a cold-blooded murderer and she's, she's crazy. So now back to the spoiler free stuff. She finds a way to escape and um, during the escape, she, she's looking through these pictures and she decides to take on the identity of this missing child in America. Now, 
Once reuniting with her family, everything's cool. She goes about the business of, you know, completing the kind, which normally involves her uh, gaining their trust and then just robbing them blind and disappearing. And sometimes she might, you know, have to kill somebody. But, you know, that's how she normally does things. However, this time, you know, she, you know, stays around kind of a long, spoiler-free. Uh, inconsistencies pop up with her performance. And that's where I'll stop. Because from there, the mother kind of starts suspecting some things, and she decides to take some action. So what did the pros think? Well, they came in at a 69% with the audience at a 72% on the rotten scale as of this recording. Uh, Now, these are a bit higher than the original, uh, but I think the critics and the audience were pretty close back then as well. I think it was the high 50s and low 60s back then. Uh, but what did I think? Well, let's start with the positives. And they, they, what they did was they used a de-aging technology to uh, make Lena slash Esther, because that's the, the character she actually plays the rest of the movie, um, so they could use the original actor, so the original actor could return uh, as, as the uh, orphan. And that was the right call here, instead of trying to recast it, because obviously, like I said, over a decade has passed, and, you know, She's not going to look the same. So doing that is not distracting at all. And she does a really good job in this role. Um, Julia Stiles also is plays the mother. And I can't even remember the last thing I saw her in. And she was really into this role. I enjoyed her performance on this one a lot. Uh, the two of them playing off each other with this kind of cat and mouse sort of game was really effective. Uh, but the whole point of this was a story because I made I brought it up. And I'm happy to say they did have a story to tell, and and it was solid. I like the way they moved the story along. Now, we already knew she was a mental patient and she was crazy. We knew that. And instead of giving us half the movie of her diagnosis and figuring out all that stuff, they gave us exactly enough to answer our questions, and then they advanced the story. So I'm glad they didn't spend a whole lot of time on her sickness and all that. We don't really need all the details, the ins and outs to go super detailed into that. They gave us enough, and then they moved us along. Um, and yes, there is another twist here. And while I did figure this one out within the first, like, 30 minutes, the original, I, I missed it. I didn't get the original twist uh, in the first movie. But this one was pretty easy. If you watch these kind of movies a lot, you'll 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 get it. Now... For those of you that don't watch these movies a lot or you don't, you know, figure plots out or figure twists out, uh, it's pretty shocking. And when they do the reveal right around um, midway through the second act, I believe, it's still, you know, going to be pretty shocking for you. Uh, spoiler free, it kind of surprisingly almost makes you root for her. I'm not going to say any more about that because this might give it away. But anyway. However, that's where my negatives start. Now, while I'm glad they leaned into the absurdity of the situation, how else would you make this movie? You have to lean into it, right? Uh, Once they do the reveal through the second act, uh, there's really nowhere for them to go. I mean, there's no more surprises to be had. It can only end in one way because they have to consider the original movie. So we already know what happens to... Esther slash Lena because we already have the story after this story. Um, but 
there was a lot of missed opportunity here, and that was a little disappointing. If all they had was this one twist, I think they should have really saved it for like the last 20 minutes, and then things would have played out way differently on how we got to where we got to. Because in fact, there are several choices they made with the narrative after they did the, the twist reveal, and they just didn't go anywhere. I wanted them to really get into how complicated the situation became uh, and give me more of that dynamic with, you know, the family in the house. That's what I wanted. Instead of, you know, the basic way it played out, they kind of, once they gave us the twist, it was, you know, uh, paint by numbers at that point. But I don't want to beat this one up too much. Did I enjoy it? Yes, I like this one. Uh was pretty good. I would give this one right at a 75% on the rotten scale to stay consistent. They really missed an opportunity with that third act. I really wish they would have let that play out a little bit differently. Uh, they had a chance to really take this thing off the rails, uh, but they decided to play it safe. Um, but with that being said, again, super strong performances. Uh, the story was really solid. And that twist, like I said, for me, it wasn't that big of a surprise. Uh, but for a lot of people, it is going to be a surprise. But since I wasn't really that shocked by it, it kind of puts it below the original as far as, you know, the plot twist goes. Uh, but it was still pretty cool that they went there and explored something that was rather dark. And they didn't apologize for it, which, yeah, make your movie, tell your story, don't make no apology, just let us watch it. Uh, stream this one for sure if you have Paramount or find a showing. Uh, and let me know if you guys figure out the twist or what you thought of it. With that being said, I'm going to close it out right here. If this is the first time, don't make it your last. This has been a Pod Bean production, mostly low-budget movie reviews with Clarence up on all streaming platforms. Thank you once again for the support. I greatly appreciate it, and I will see you guys next time. Peace.